do it again. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. I'm your host, Connor Cates, CTF Football, the Slide Job Podcast on Instagram, and I am joined by Cucumber. Yeah, he changes his name every week. <laughs> anyway, okay, so why uh, no sports or in the draft? Or Anthony, I put my name as Cucumber in the stinks because I said it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's me. Tons. I mean, we said this every week, but lots of stuff happened in motorsports this week. Um, I literally had written down everything to talk about in the show. And then the Denny Ham and Corey LaJoy stuff was leaked. And that's kind of interesting. Um, we'll talk about that a little, but I feel like it's not going to really amount to anything. Yeah. So, LaJoy apologized today, though. He did apologize hmm. on Twitter. So, basically, LaJoy said that Hamlin threatened to wreck him. Is that what I am hearing? Yes. LaJoy said he threatened to wreck him. And then I'm going to go on Twitter right now, and I'm going to find what LaJoy just said earlier this morning. I'll read the tweet out. Okay. Said, uh... What started as me standing up for myself has escalated to a point it shouldn't have reached. Public exchanges got more personal and private matters made public. I got consumed by the opinions of fans as well as other competitors to fight a fight that was something more than mine. And then I don't want to read the whole thing because it's really long, but like he just he just apologized. He said well, he did say no lies were told. So that was interesting. Hmm. And then Hamlin said so he, he was, was talking he, he was capping basically. So someone's yeah. capping. Uh, um I suspect it's Hamlin. I'm assuming Corey Joy's telling the truth. If he had to apologize, he would be. Um, yeah, I feel like it's hard to make up, too. Something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could make it up, but it's kind of hard to, hard to do it. As well, other news this week. The All-Star Race is going to be moved to Bristol Motor Speedway Wednesday night. Uh, sometime, I can't exactly remember when it is. It's after Pocono weekend, I believe. July 15th is the date. July 15th. There's going to be two open, or three open races, I believe, um, and then one fan vote. Three race winner last year, besides Kyle Larson, is available to race in the race, including <laughs> including Justin Haley, winner of the Daytona race in July. So we could see they, uh, Justin Haley uh, start in the All-Star race, but I doubt it. Um, wait, so wait. Okay, this is kind of an honest question. Okay. Did Justin Haley actually win a race in July yeah, he, last year, or like am I am I missing? Yeah, he something? won a rain short race at Daytona. Oh my god! Like a regular season race. Yeah, so Justin Haley made a yeah regular last season year. race. He didn't make the playoffs because he only raced two races last season. Feels like he 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 wasn't oh. a full time guy. Was there a radioactive for that? Because I don't remember that happening whatsoever. Uh, there might be, but uh, probably I don't remember that happening at all. There probably, probably wasn't radioactive since it was canceled. <laughs> Haley won. Kurt Busch stayed out. Um, or something, no, no, Kurt Busch pit, thinking that they were going to go green again, Justin Haley stayed out, and Haley won the race, so. Okay, that's good. Justin Haley has a win in the Cup Series before the Xfinity Series, which is usually not how that works, um, but Haley's really good, so maybe we'll see more of those wins in the future that are not as luck-based, but, um, a battle for a million dollars at Bristol is going to be insane. Oh, I'm very excited. I think Joe Logano might wreck Chase Elliott again. That would be the race to do it. We're at no point. Okay, so I I have a bull prediction. Okay. And, like, this is going to come as a long shot. I feel like I've kind of said this to you before, but I think it was in a tweet, and I agree with the guy. But uh, 
Joey Logano will not win most popular driver this year. Mm, yeah. Ugh, I doubt it. <laughs> um, mm. I think it's Chase Elliott or Bubba Wallace who's going to win most popular driver this season. But it's not. It'll probably be Chase. It's not going to be Joey Logano, that's for sure. Um, but, I mean, I still don't blame Logano for doing what he did. No, I don't either. Even though I don't like it because I like Chase. Mm. But I don't. I don't. I don't blame him for yeah. it. Yeah, and I don't even think he got enough revenge at Homestead because Chase still had the chance to win that race. I believe he would have won the race if he hadn't hit the wall with, like, five to go. But we'll talk about that in a Probably. second. And by in a second, I mean now. Homestead was Sunday night. It was meant to be Sunday morning, and the rain was like, no, thank you. And so there were, like, what, four lightning delays in this race? Um yeah, they like went to their cars and then they they did and then they went out of their cars and they were there and they weren't. The roller coaster of emotions for sure. Yeah, tons and tons of lightning delays. My favorite part was um, whenever there was a it was like an hour long lightning delay. The guys get back in their cars and then lightning strikes and then they get back out immediately. It was kind of like the rain or the the lightning saying like, "No, y'all weren't race right now. No, we're not ready yet." So it took a long time to get going. Um, we even got a six lap green flag run before. A, um, another caution flow, um, which was another lightning delay. So um, once we started driving, uh, it's really became apparent that there were four drivers that were dominant, and it felt like those four drivers were going to, one of the three were going to win the race, and those were Tyler Reddick, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, and the eventual winner, Denny Hamlin. Yes. I, I was, we'll talk about Tyler Reddick more, but I was, Tyler Reddick in the beginning of that race, he was on the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was crazy. He started 24th or 26th. He was up to 4th in like 10 laps. It was insane. Tyler Reddick, the guy I had winning the race, I deserve my clout for that, despite him forgetting the last Yes, he despite did. Despite him forgetting the last lap was a thing. Um, they didn't put that radioactive. I was sad. Yeah, they'll, they'll do it at some point. They've just been taking a while this year. Uh, no, no, no. no. The, the Homestead radioactive came out. They didn't put it in. I forgot to tell you. Oh, I already watched. It. Well, I didn't even see it. Okay, well, I'll watch that after the podcast is over. Um, they they didn't put it in though. I, I do sad. have that written right here. Impressive day from Tyler Reddick. He started, like I said, twenty fourth, twenty sixth. I can't exactly remember. He ends up finishing fourth. Um, but he was in second a good amount, in third a good amount, and you can even argue if he hadn't forgot the last lap was even a freaking thing, he probably would have passed Blaney because he was faster than Blaney in the final like ten laps. But I don't know. Um, it's it's all up for debate because, yeah, once again, Tyler Reddick forgot that the last lap was a thing. But rookie mistakes, rookie mistakes. At least he didn't pull into the pit lane like Mark Martin and lose the race. That is true. Um, uh, I have also right here, there's an impressive day from Reddick, but also there are some off days for guys like Jimmy Johnson, who finished P16, Harvick, who was like 24th, Bowman. I don't even remember where Bowman finished. And... Harvick finished 26th through laps down. Okay, and Logano finished, like, 27th or something like that. So all those guys had off days for guys that are top 10 in points, top 5 in points in some cases. Those might all be top 5 in points, actually. Bowman might be 5th. No, Blaney's 5th, I believe. Um, Mr. Consistent finishing 3rd again. Very close again. Yeah. Oh, he just stuff. never had the speed that Hamlin or Chase had, it felt like, for a long time. No. Um, he had a winning car, just, you know, they were faster and That'll do it a yeah. lot of the time. Around turns three and four, Hamlin won stage number one. Uh, another thing I thought, um, the high and low grooves seem to be even on the long runs, but 
a lot of that is because the aero package they're using, you cannot drive right behind another driver or you'll slow down heavily because of the big spoilers. Um, so, it, th- I mean, they were kind of forced to use both lanes, but they did kind of feel even at, at a point. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they felt even. I thought there was a good, like, off restarts, top and the bottom were pretty even from the looks of things. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, like Noah Gragson in the Infinity race, like, he ran the top the whole time and hit the wall a good amount of times, but then people made the bottom work too. So it, that was that was good to see. Yeah. I liked how you could go side-by-side racing for multiple laps. Yeah, we'll talk about the Xfinity race in a minute. Um, but uh, I, I really like the battles here. It kind of reminded – it just, this kind of reminded me of a mini championship race, you know, because there were four guys that were dominant, sort of like the four championship drivers are in the championship race. So um, we had, like, great battles like Elliot and Blaney early on, and then the beginning with Blaney, Elliot, and Reddick where they were all, uh, three of them were driving to try to um, uh, prove they're the best cars. And then Elliot and Hamlin to end the race where Chase hit the wall off the four. It was really close. It was a four-way battle at the, the end of the race. This, a hot take right here. I think this is the best race I've ever seen that was dominated by one driver because Denny Hamlin won stage one, stage two, and the race. I could, well, again, I don't remember a lot of races before this season because this season's when I got back into it. But this year, I would agree because there were races like Atlanta that weren't great with Harvick dominating that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I could I could get behind that even though I don't know Yeah, a lot about that. I remember. Another race I think of is like Auto Club earlier this year where Bowman just dominated. But oh, that's true. That did happen. That was an okay race. Uh, we'll talk about the best races of the season later because we both have all 11 listed. So should be fun. Um, Homes- I also wrote this down. Homestead isn't just a good track because of the championship race giving it more hype. I think it's just a freaking great track. It's amazing. I have a question. What? I have a question for you. And, like, I don't know if you're going to like this question because you probably won't, but I was, was I supposed to have all 11 written down or just the top five? Because I have top five, but I can go list all 11 right now. Uh, I have all 11. Uh, okay, I'm going to go through and do all 11 now. I got to remember these races. Okay. Okay, what, uh, let's just let's finish Homestead, then we'll do that next. So, let's finish Homestead first, Anthony. I, I, I'm going to talk and I'm going to write these down. Oh, that's wild. Um. So do you agree with the Homestead being just a great racetrack? Yes, 100%. I like Homestead a lot. Like, even though, like, there was no championship, which the championship makes it better, obviously. Like, I feel like everyone was excited to go there. The drivers like it. The fans. Hey, and we had fans. Yeah, we had, like, we had we fans had, like, in the stands. Ants. It was cool. We had fans in the stands at Homestead. The fans like it. The drivers like it. It's a fun race check, and it's good no matter if you've got a championship there or not. Yes, Steph. And also, I forgot to mention about the All-Star Race. 30,000 fans will be in attendance. That's 25% capacity, I believe, at Bristol. Um, not allowed or not needed to wear masks, I believe, also. So should be fun to see guys that are actually here. If you go, though, you should wear a mask because if you wear a mask, and obviously the mask isn't going to fully protect you from corona, but if you wear a mask, you have a better chance of not getting it. And if you don't get it and reports come back that the race went well, we can have more fans in the stands. And that'll be helpful. Very true. Um, so, uh, I think that was a great, great race. Definitely the best mile and a half of the year. 
because we had races like Vegas. Vegas was pretty good, but it was kind of dampened by like Blaney and Bowman dominated that race, and then there was a late caution that made Blaney and Bowman pit, and so it and so Logano ended up winning that race. Um, Atlanta was hot trash. Um, both Charlotte races I wasn't a fan of. Uh, the second one was better than the six hundred, but I, I, this was easily for me the best six hundred race or the best six hundred race, the best mile and a half race of the season. Do you agree with that? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, really enjoyed this race. Out of like ten, I think I'd give it like an eight and a half, eight, seven and a half. I don't know in that echelon. I would have liked a little bit more if it had come down more to Chase and. Hamlin, like if Chase hadn't hit the wall a couple ago, I think if we could have gotten like a, a Greg Biffle, Mark Martin type of finish, but I think uh, if Chase didn't hit the wall and he didn't have to race Blaney towards the mm-hmm. end, he probably could have gotten there because Blaney and him got tangled up a little bit. Blaney almost got sideways and that gave me a heart attack, but uh, yeah, if he didn't have to race Blaney and he didn't get the wall, I think he had a chance to get yeah. in there. But I, Denny Hamlin deserved that race 100% oh, yeah. as much as it pains me to say that. Denny Hamlin was Awesome. First race back with Chris Gambert. I think it's Gambert. He's crew chief. I think it's Lambert. I don't know that. It's something with a Bert. Um, but he wins first race back with his crew chief since the Coke 600. Congratulations, Denny Hamlin. He is the first racer, first driver, I should say, to join the three-win club this season. Um, guys with two wins are Logano, Keselowski, and I believe that's it, uh, and Harvick. No, Harvick only has one win. Um, but no, Harvick has two. Harvick has Darlington one, oh, and then he has Atlanta. The first Darlington race. Wow. So yeah, he's also in the two win club. Um, for some reason, whenever I think of Darlington one, I always think of Bowman, but I don't know why. Um, he was up there, but he yeah. didn't win. And I think of Jimmy, but because he wrecked on for sure. Um, so Pat. So before we get to the best race of the year. Uh, you watched way more of the Xfinity and truck races than I did. Um, I did not watch truck, but I know Kyle Busch dominated neither truck, of us watched even truck. with the massive penalty he had. So Neither of us watched yeah. truck. Uh, yes, Kyle Busch won both stages and the race, so pretty much a standard Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch truck race. had a penalty where he started at the back, and then the LJ1 penalty, where I still don't know what yeah. that is, and had to do uh, uh, pass-through at the beginning of the race, and he still won both stages in the race. So, that's Kyle Busch. Yeah. But, um, Typical Kyle Busch. Yeah, and then, you know, Xfinity, Xfinity, both were good races, were especially, really good. With, you know, Dale Jr. coming back to a race on Sunday. Yeah, Jr. ends up finishing fifth so that, in that race. Um, both races were... I told you to finish 27th, and you thought I was serious. Because I didn't watch it until the end of that race. Um, <laughs> great three-wide finish at the end. Harrison Burton would win... Uh, Noah Gradson came up just a bit short after a, a caution um, came out late. Um, I think it was uh, uh, who was it? it was Ryan Sieg that spun and costed um, uh, Gradson a runaway win. Then they raced again a doubleheader at Homestead, and um, same exact thing happened. Noah Gradson in the lead, and I don't remember who it was it the was second time, the but they pulled a William by. Oh, Cindric. Yeah, they pulled a William Byron on Chase Elliott in the Coke yeah, 600. Like two laps just, to go. Just... He's about to take the white flag. And, yeah, so, yeah, yeah that, that that's just unfortunate for Noah Graxon. Though I don't feel as bad for Noah Graxon as I do for Daniel Hemrick, and here's why. So, Graxon had, has already won two races this season, and 
He won a hundred thousand dollars last week. So he is he's set. Sure, he's, he's set. Um Hemrick is fighting for his job and he was running top three and then because of a dumb move by Riley Herbst, it turns Hemrick who absolutely murders the inside wall. Like right right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Ryan Newman levels of hitting the outside wall at Daytona levels. At least he didn't flip, but he actually destroyed that wall. Um, I literally, like, jumped out of my seat for that because that was just brutal. Um, so, feel bad for him, Rick. Um, he's, he's had a couple great runs this season, but he's been pretty unlucky. And he just – he seems to um, get in positions where he can win, just can't capitalize. And maybe he will at some point this year. Um, but, yeah, props to uh, – who won the second race? Uh, it was – Oh, I don't hear it. Oh, yeah, it was Briscoe. Okay, okay. So, in the first race, Briscoe was at one point six laps down because um, the thing fell out of his car. What's it called? The lead. Punson fell out of his car, so he was six laps down, and he brought it up to seventh place. That was, like, incredible. I was like, whoa. And nearly, if there was another caution, there was a caution with a couple laps left. I thought there was going to be another caution. He could have won that race. Um, But... The most important thing from that Xfinity race, or the Xfinity race, is Dinger won the dash for cash, baby. Dinger. Uh, I feel like some, some people were kind of mad about it. Because, like, oh, yeah, you know, he was already in Cup. But I'm like, but he didn't have success in Cup. No, but my thing. And it's fun to see, like, I like Dinger. I know a lot of people like Dinger. And, like, for him to do that, I yeah, think it's cool. That... Get a win and then win 100K, like, I'm, that's The only great. reason you'd be upset um, is because he was literally running last out of the Dash for Cash guys. It felt like the entire race. And then the late caution bunched him up, and everybody had to pit, and some guys didn't, and Dinger stayed out. And then there was another wreck that took out Hemrick, who was a Dash for Cash guy, and Haley didn't get a good restart, the final restart, and Graxon didn't get a good restart, the final restart. So it was a little bit of luck that painted Dinger, but sometimes you'd rather be lucky than good. Um, so, uh AJ Allmendinger wins the Dash for Cash after winning Atlanta a couple weeks back. Very good stretch of races for AJ Allmendinger, and really just proves more to our point that he deserves a Cup ride, big or small. Um, maybe like a like a ride with like JT Daltrey or something with the forty seven again because he used to drive that. I don't know, man. Um, just in some way, shape, or form, he deserves a Cup ride. He nearly got to ride in the three car at Martinsville, um, but of course. Uh, that was destroyed by the crush panels. So, yeah. True. So, do you have all the races written? Actually, it was destroyed by, well, he couldn't have even gone there anyway because of coronavirus, which is like, yeah, he wasn't there. Oh, wait, Dinger was not there at Martin's? He was not there. He was not on standby. What? Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you caught, I thought you caught that because I was texting you about it during it happened. They said the three car does not have a standby driver. Even though it was reported that they did. That's weird. Um, So, yeah, just weird stuff there. Um, You have all the races written down? Uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Do I have 11? Yes. All right, we're good. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to set up a slide job podcast. I don't know if the word is aggregate. Uh, Just... A combined score, a combined race score um, of what these are average. I don't know how to do that. Um, so 
what we're going to do is after or next week, we're going to have a combined score of where these races finish and stuff like that. If you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to add these races to this list. And at the end of the year, we'll see where they stack up against all the other ones. Yeah. So we won't do it this week. Cause I'm going to need to do that afterwards. Um, because I'm not going to be able to do that quickly. Um, 11th, mm-hmm. I assume we both have the same one for last place in three, two, one, Atlanta. Atlanta. All right. Okay, we're good. Atlanta in last place. Both of us agree there. It, it, uh, we talked about it already. Really boring race throughout the whole time. Um, the best part was restarts, and they were really good restarts. But if you got stop, you would dominate the next leg of the race. And it really didn't get good until like, the final two laps when Truex was kind of closing in on Harvick a little bit. But, yeah, Harvick didn't win either stage, but just utterly dominated that race. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I mean, honestly, that I mean, you saw Boyer in the lead for a little bit. It was great. It was it was that was that was fun to watch a little bit. But other than that, it was just like I don't know. It, it wasn't racing. wasn't great. Really strung out green flag runs. It's just it wasn't good. Then it wasn't better than any of the other ones that we've had so far. No. Okay. Next, the tenth spot. Three, two, one. Coke six hundred. Dar- Darlington, Darlington won. One. That was a good race in my opinion. Um. I have the 600 low. I think you have it pretty high. I have Darlington 1 pretty high, um, and you have Darlington 1 pretty low. So I'm going to explain my reasoning first. This was like a longer Atlanta race with a better finish. Um, Guys were strung out. Um, It had a really – in my opinion, it wasn't actually a great ending. Keselowski undeservedly won the race. Chase got um, screwed, and Jimmy Johnson – came second, which would have been a great story, but just he got taken away after the race. So nothing to really take away from it except for Alex Bowman dominated every stage. So good for Bowman, but, I mean, wasn't really a big fan of the race as a whole. It kind of just felt like a longer Atlanta race with a better finish. All right, let me give my reasoning for my Darlington one being low. Obviously, it was the first race back. And that was exciting. And for that, I probably actually should have it higher than I do. But I feel like other than restarts, the the product of racing just wasn't great, honestly. I mean, the end was kind of boring. You said Harvick driving yeah. away. Bowman and Harvick had a battle. Yeah, that was uh, like five laps. The final restart, that was good. Great. That was good. But uh, I don't know. I didn't think it was great. I think for the first race back, it was slightly disappointing. But hey, Stenhouse wrecked in the first Lap, that was cool. It was also pretty unpredictable, but we'll get to more of my reasoning for it being higher later. I don't want to go ahead and give that. Um, ninth up next, so nine and three, two, one, Charlotte two, Coke Coke six hundred. Okay, so it's you're closer to me than I thought you were because last week you were you were debating yeah. if it was a top five race or not, and I was consciously saying uh no, um no because then I actually thought about it. um so. Uh, I have Charlotte, too. Um, this is like a shorter Coke 600, which is a longer Atlanta race. So uh, this uh, was – I don't remember even who dominated this race. kind of was Chase through the final stage. Um, I remember Bubba had an issue late. He was having a decent run. Um, I literally can't remember who won either stage. Uh, I think like – oh, this is the race where Blaney and Chase battled for the lead. And Stenhouse came fourth, and then out yep. of nowhere, Hamlin finished second. So that was this race. 
Um, Chase won, which that's why it puts it over the 600 because Chase gets his win back. Um, but nothing special about this race. And you just saw me going through the motions of what in the world happened because I forgot. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, you, you gave a lot of the reason for the Coke 600. Another very strung out race. People were, you know, a lot of green flag runs. It was long, which, I mean, the Coke 600 is going to yes. be long because that's, you know, it's a crown jewel event. I understand I'm that. extremely fine with that race being 600 miles. Oh, yeah. But some of the other ones, like for like the 500 at Atlanta, like too, too much, too much. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, I thought the ending was really good. I, thought it was, I, don't, I don't think the winner deserved to win the race. But uh, you know, I thought I thought it was a good race overall. I I, I mean, ugh. I thought the ending was good, but other than that, it wasn't it wasn't anything special. Yeah. I think every race from here is borderline watchable, so that's good. Uh, uh and then from seven from seven up, I actually like all the races. Now this next race is just average. So three, two, one, Auto Club, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte two. two. So I got Auto Club here. Um, Bowman won the race after dominating. Um, Blaney dominated stage two, I believe. Um, but of course, Blaney, I think, was a loose wheel of some sort. Loose wheel with loose two wheel to go. Gotta love our pit. Had to pit. Um, so it was like Kyle Bush and Kurt Bush finished second and third, and Bowman just ran away with it. The best part of this race was Jimmy Johnson getting the five wide salute to begin the race, and his wife waving the green flag. That was awesome. Um, Jimmy kind of hung up in the top five all day, which is pretty fun. Um, but it really. This race deserved a side-by-side Blaney Bowman finish, and it didn't get it. It did not get it. Blaney or Bowman was probably better than he Blaney was. All he day, was. I will admit. That's true. And then what did I say? Oh yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte too. You know, I mean, again, you've given the reasoning for it already. It was. It was a lot closer race. It was shorter. It was closer. I feel like when you have a race like that, right after the Coke Six Hundred, Coke Six Hundred. I don't remember. Someone was talking about it. I don't remember what it was for, but there's two parts to Coke 600. There is um, the staying alive the first half, and then the second half is actually trying to get up to the front. Yeah. With shorter races, everything's urgent. So I thought that's what made the racing product in the second race a lot better. Mm-hmm. And, and there were more surprising drivers. Yeah. Chase got his win. Was this the one Boyer did really well in? No, that's, that's Darlington, too. Darlington two Boyer won both stages. Really, I feel like that wasn't Darlington. It was, but maybe you're huh. thinking, well, maybe okay. maybe he did do really good in Charlotte too. I don't exactly remember. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, you know, I thought it was you know better race. Still not you know top top race, but you know it was solid. It was a solid race mm-hmm. overall. I didn't mind it. Um, next up, and all these races, are, in my opinion, are actually really good uh, from this point on. Um, three. Two, one, Vegas. Auto club. Okay, so we're kind of doing this thing where I have one spot higher than you one thing. And then... Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to continue for the next race. Okay. Um, so Vegas. Um, this this was kind of a forgettable race just because it took place in that weird loop where, like, I don't really remember a ton of ha- it happened. It was, like, after Daytona when people were still talking about the Newman thing. This was kind of dominated by the Newman storyline with Ross Chastain taking over for, for Newman. Um I do remember, though, that this was another race that was dominated by Bowman and Blaney, but uh, I think it was like four or five to go. Ross Chastain self-spun, and it was kind of a situation, lose or win. Uh, screwed if you do, screwed if you don't for Blaney. He had to come in. Bowman, I think, either stayed out or also came in. Um, 
So they didn't get the finishes they deserved. The Benedetto finished second, which that's always a pro. But uh, Logano won. Uh, only big uh, high point is Logano's burnouts because he does the best burnouts um, in the racing uh, with, this, with the donut stuff. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, we're going to continue this route. You kind of gave the auto club reasoning. Mm-hmm. You know, average race. There was a couple cars in front, Bowman, Blaney, uh, battling for most of the day. As you said, you know, Blaney had to go pit late. But, you know, solid race, auto club. I think for an auto club race, it was, wasn't was as – because, like, from what I've seen, auto clubs tend to get sprung out a lot. Because I told you about the Tony Stewart thing in, like, 2006. This is before stages, obviously. But uh, Tony Stewart led most of the race, and the only caution was for rain, and that ended the race. Yeah. Um. So – Next up, six, three, two, one. Darlington won. Vegas. So, we're doing this weird thing again. So, uh, for me, Darlington won was really, really, really good. So, here's my reasoning for it. It was unpredictable, um, which is pretty crucial. I think Jimmy started like fifth or sixth. He drove his way to the front. Final straight lap of the stage, he wrecked himself on Busher. And then Byron won the stage. So you're like, okay, okay, Byron can win this race. And then Byron blows a tire. And so he ends his day, too. So the two best cars of the day are both out within the first stage, basically. And then we get that awesome, I think it's either the best or second best battle of the year between Bowman and um, Harvick to begin stage three. And, yeah, there was a little bit of strung outness. Um, but the, um, I just think the battles and the unpredictability made up for it. All right, we got Vegas. And, uh, again, reasoning was already given for this one. This is, again, I probably remember less than you do about this race. If I'm going to be honest with you, I forgot Blaney would have won without a caution, I think. That's yeah, I said. so. I, I, forgot, I forgot that happened. I just remember it being, you know, solid race, good racing on restarts, and that's that's about it. I don't remember I the actual specifics of the race, but that's why I, I think that Jimmy flipped off Stenhouse. So, there was that. Well, that's always good. That's always yeah. good. Ricky, Ricky Stent, Spinhouse. God, he's awful. He's not. Is it Stankhouse? Bad. What does he say? Oh. No, this is a quote from Joey Logano. Ricky Stankhouse. God, he's uh, awful. He sucks. Um, so, next, fifth. I think we might have the same race here. Three, two, we might. one, Darlington two. Yep. All right. I didn't say it because I was, like, looking at my list to make sure I didn't miss one. But, yeah, Darlington yeah. two. We both had Darlington two top five. This race had tons of awesome moments. My favorite part was me and you texting, is Rain going to end this race? Is Rain going to end this race? Come on, Rain. Come on, Rain. Because Boyer was leading. We always love when Boyer wins a race. Um, Boyer won stage one and two. Um, Jimmy finished eighth after that abysmal race at the first Darlington race. Um, That was pretty good. But the two best moments that stick out in my mind are Newman and Boyer battling for the lead, and then Eric Jones saying, okay, here I come, and makes it three wide. Three wide. That was, that was cool. At that point, I was like, if Eric Jones wins this race, I won't be sad. I won't be mad. Pass, I don't mind Eric Jones. Both, like, I'd be happy if Eric Jones wins. both of them. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then the late, late issue in the race, I think Keselowski has the lead because he stays out of some sort or something like that. So there was a lot of weird stuff. There are green flag pit stops that were happening. And Kansas spun out during the green flag pit stop, with, which led a lot of people a lap down. And then there was the wave around, and Brendan Poole was in the top five. Um, but then 
what one of my favorite, probably my favorite part of this race was um, Chase trying to pass Kozlowski because rain was coming real quick. Uh, so Chase is trying to pass Kozlowski. So Chase goes low and then he blocks and then up high. So he gets the highest side draft I've ever seen and just zooms right by him. One of the most talented moves I've ever seen. Um, oh, yeah, gets right cool. by him. So lots of awesome moments. And then obviously the finish. You can go ahead and talk about the finish because this is probably the most the late race drama part of this race. Kyle Bush makes a mistake, yeah. I guess, and uh, tries to fit in between Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott. Clips Chase Elliott in the right corner panel, and we got drama with Chase Elliott flipping, the, giving him the bird, which I thought was amazing. Uh, and yeah, so that was that was that was that made this race really memorable. That's what I remember when I yeah, think of this and race. then that that led into the. Um, Caution that came out, and then rain ended the race. Denny Hamlin won. It was a disappointing ending after that. Denny but, Hamlin won, yeah, but the, okay. the 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 kind of the upsetting ending was made up for by Denny Hamlin's mask. Uh, that was just a scary mask. I didn't enjoy that, that mask at all. Um, next up, fourth. I believe we might have the same top. No, we don't have the same top fours. Um, by the way, we might. We might. Uh, you don't even remember Phoenix, so why do you have it top five? But we'll talk about that. Because you said it was good, so I put it up there. Uh, uh, okay, next. Fourth. Three, two. Wait, isn't it fifth? No, it's it fourth. fourth. It's fifth. Yeah, Are so you we sure? just talked about fifth, which is Darlington, too. I have five left. So I've been Atlanta, which was 11th. We'll talk about 600 with 10th. Ninth is Charlotte, 2. Eighth is Auto Club. Seventh is Vegas. Sixth is Darlington, 1. Fifth is Darlington, 2. And we've talked about all of those. Okay, do I st- okay, when well, I'm confused because I haven't talked about the five wait, one, two yeah, that's five. Now I'm confused. You have two races? I have five races left. Well let's just see what happens. Fourth. Um Do I say my fifth or my fourth? <laughs> what do I, I don't say? Know. Say them both. Three, two, one, homestead. Martinsville and then I homestead. forgot Martinsville. There you go. That's where it was. Oh, yeah. So um, I literally had in my mind, I was like, okay, Homestead is better than Martinsville. And so I'm like, okay, so I'll write down Martinsville next. And I completely forgot about Martinsville. So Martinsville's fifth for me. So fifth, Martinsville. And so we agree. And seeing as how I made the mistake, you want to break down the race? All right, Martinsville. I mean, you go under the lights at Martinsville. They had a great promo video for that. So everyone was excited. That was an exciting race to watch. Only because, you know, under the lights at Martinsville. And it's always Martinsville. So Martinsville always produces good racing. And beating a race with no practice was crazy because so many cars missed on their setup to start. So many. The pole sitter, my boy Ryan Blaney, started in the pole and then was one lap down by lap 60. Uh-huh. Ended up. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain what happened later. But uh, so that so many cars missed after the pit stop. You started to see cars get to, you know, get it right. Some didn't. You had Corey LaJoy stay out on purpose to screw up uh, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin. Yeah. So that was funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even remember who, who won the stages. Uh, both stages. Uh, one stage went to uh, 
Logano because Logano just tore it up. Basically. Oh yeah, Logano won Jimmy the first stage. stage. Oh yeah, and then Jimmy won. Okay, yeah. So you know, Jimmy winning a stage was cool. I enjoyed that. I th- I hope I was wishing it would stay that way, but Jimmy's car fell yeah. off after yeah. that stage. Bubba so. had a cool car. Bubba had a cool car, and Bubba stayed out to put his car in mm-hmm. the front. And he ended up finishing fifth in the That game worked out. Um, yeah, Bubba did well. And then, you know, it was a good race you had. Let me talk about my boy Blaney for a second, because I think it's noteworthy. And I'm biased, but I still think it's noteworthy what he did. So, he goes a lap down, takes the free pass on that, like, 112 or something, whatever that caution was. And then uh, brings all the way back to the front, gets second in the stage. Beats Jimmy out of the, beats Jimmy on the restart for the third stage, and then is up front. They go to pit, comes out seventh because the guy dropped the tire gun or the lug nut gun. And so that was cool. Really and then they got a penalty, and they got a penalty. So they started all the way to the back, and then still brought it up second place. He passed like forty-five lead lap cars. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was really cool to see, and it made me sad at the same time. But like, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I would have loved to see a caution at the end of that race so Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. could have bowed that out. But it was a great Truex race. had the inside, though, and we've seen this story with one of your favorite drivers before. Jeff Gordon has the inside, and that that's just going to always beat the outside. That's Jimmy McMurray. Um, but I'm, I was fine with that. the ending to that. I didn't mind that at all because Jeff Gordon got to go to Homestead, and I yeah. didn't mind. Um, next up, fourth, for real this time. Oh, by the way, Truex won that race. Um, fourth, for real this time. Three... Two, one, Homestead. Homestead. Okay. We're just talking about Homestead, so let's just skip. <laughs> let's just skip to three. Well, we we did yeah. that already. Three, two, one, Daytona. Phoenix. Okay, yeah, I see what we're doing there. Okay. Phoenix. Daytona. So I'm gonna guess I gotta go break down both races. Um, or we can just. You might have well, to. Or I can I could break down Daytona, but I don't even remember that much of Daytona because that's when I first started watching. Oh God, you let's just skip Phoenix for now until we get to Phoenix on my list. And so I'll just talk about Daytona because this race was wild. Um, stage one and stage two, I believe, both went to Denny Hamlin, unless Bowman or Stenhouse won both stages. Or stage one, I am not sure. Um, I believe they didn't show one of the stages yeah, they on radio. Like they they just skipped right stage. to Denny Hamlin in stage two. Um, lots of chaos, of course, Daytona because they're why, why not? Um, lots of wrecks, big ones. Um, we had Larson compete for the win. We had Elliott compete for the win. We had um, Hamlin, Blaney. Newman complete for the win. It was lots of cars that were coming to the lead and going away from the lead, but it was always those three cars that were remaining the standard of the field. It was Newman, it was Blaney, and it was Hamlin. And everybody knows the ending for this race. Um, Second closest finish in Daytona 500 history. Um, And, of course, Newman gets shot into the air, gets absolutely smashed on the driver's side window by Corey LaJoy, who got a top five. Um, The GOAT of plate track racing, Brendan Gaughan, finished seventh. Great stuff for him. Um, and, of course, Denny Hamlin ends up winning. Um, but a great all-around race. Um, like him or hate him, it was kind of cool seeing Donald Trump just drive around the track just once. Um, pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought that was cool. And, again, like, that's – like, I do remember that happening because I watched the beginning. And, then, of course – And, like, just, just, just to see, like, the president of the United States, whether you hate him or you love him, yeah. as you said. Like, to see him there – and like, that's pretty cool. And then he paced the field. Like, that's pretty yeah. damn cool. And then he had um, that uh, – I don't remember what I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to say. But something happened, and that was pretty cool. But I don't remember what it was. Uh, so, um, Phoenix. We'll talk about Phoenix when we get to it um, because I'll be able to break that down because I've seen that race twice. 
Um, three, two, for two. Three, two, one, Bristol. Daytona. Okay. Oh, wow. You have Phoenix. Okay. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Um, so, uh, you want to break down Daytona anymore? Or do you think I you think you got it? I think you. I think you got it. Again, I don't remember too much of it besides the ending. Because the ending was that ending is. Oh the yeah, ending, the ending also made me very sad for multiple reasons. One because Ryan Newman. That's more important than the other thing. But uh, Ryan Blaney led the race until the last like three feet, like literally like three feet. Yeah. Um. Uh, so uh, yeah. Yeah, but but you know what's funny? You know what's what? funny? I haven't told you this. I remember thinking when that happened, I was like, oh, man, that guy in the 12, what is he thinking? He's so stupid. What a terrible person. Um, and, then, you know, now I love him because he obviously did it on purpose, and he reached out to Newman, and he was obviously very distraught about losing and, you know, wrecking Newman because he didn't obviously mean to. But, yeah, yeah. That, that's my story about Ryan so, Blaney. And, um, yeah. Other things that happened in Bristol, and um, this was a wild race. We had uh, Ty Dillon uh, become legally blind. Um we had, we had Clint Boyer come second after doing absolutely nothing the entire race. Um, we had this awesome moment in stage three where it was Hamlin first, uh, Kyle Busch second, Jimmy third, Chase fourth, and it was they would just keep using different lanes each turn, not even each lap. Don't forget about Christopher Bell in fifth at that point. Yeah, whatever. My boy Christopher Bell was in fifth. Uh, yeah, congratulations, Christopher. Um you, you came fifth on the most dirt light track. Good job. Um, so you had this thing where they would maybe like Hamlin and Jimmy would take the high line, and Kyle and Chase would take the low line, and then the opposite. And then it was just really fun and really intriguing. It seemed that the track seemed to change every lap. And then, of course, the ending where Denny Hamlin absolutely choked his butt off. And then there was a caution. And then the restart where Chase Elliott just completely took out Logano. And then who else wins but Brad Keselowski, Mr. I make. Uh, wins off of Chase LA mistakes. Um, so, yeah, interesting stuff, but a great race all together, um, and that's number two for me. And then, of course, we had the really big one that Jimmy wrecked Stenhouse pulling at Kyle Busch, and then that wrecked, like, 16 cars. Um, so, that's pretty fun. Yeah, I I mean, that that race is my number one. Mm. So, like, I thought, again, probably because it's – I don't remember Phoenix. I feel like if I remember Phoenix, I would have put it at one. But because uh, I remember Bristol, I mean, that race had everything. Yeah. You had good racing off restarts. You had drama. You had a big wreck. You had everything. Yeah. It was great. And then you had Logano and Chase with the beef that carried over to Homestead. It was perfect. Yeah. And it's Bristol, so that makes it ten times better. So yeah. yeah and um, since you already talked about number uh, your number one, let's go ahead and talk about my number one, Phoenix. This race is incredible. The PJ1 on the high lane made it a two-lane racetrack, which usually it's not. This race had, I think, 15 cautions or 14 cautions. Um, lots of wrecks. Um, we bet, uh, we had a lot of a lot of switching. I think these guys all led in the race. You had Harvick led, Logano led, Keselowski led, uh, Larson led, um, Elliott led. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blaney got wrecked. I don't think he's led Blaney since got then. Wrecked. Uh, <laughs> Um, so five guys were just distinctly really good, but then there was also guys that were rounding out the top team, like Byron got in there at some points. It was just a really comier and go, comer and goer race where like these guys would come up to the top team, then they fall. And then there was lots of great restarts. We would get seven wide on restarts to the dog leg. 
you had a point. Oh yeah, that was crazy. I do remember that. That's that's part of you remember. He's going real wild. You got a point research. where Logano, who ends up winning the race, nearly gets turned by Alex Bowman, and he saves it, and one of the best saves of the year, and he ends up winning the race. And then he had tons of tire strategy and different guys winning stages, and Chase Elliott having to claw his way back after popping a tire, and then Denny Ham, and then uh, after being involved in a wreck, Keselowski coming back and winning a stage. This race was amazing. I love it, and it had a really close finish. Logano edges out the best-ever driver at Phoenix, Kevin Harvick, to win the race. And Kyle Busch, out of nowhere. And then Larson actually led this race for about a half a second on the final lap. This race was amazing. I love it. I would watch it again if I want, if I had the time, and I probably do, so I might. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Kyle. That's my story. Uh, let's get to the, the, the Talladega predictions. Um, why don't we? Um... So, this race, it probably took me the longest to come up with the top five for, because it's Talladega. Um, so, really, I think kind of more like winning the lottery if you get the correct top five. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I have a really, really weird top five, so if you want to go first, you can. Um, so, you see, I don't have the top five yet. I usually put, I usually think about the top five like the night before. However, I do have a winner. Okay. And this is quite the bold winner. Brendan gone? <laughs> I wish. I really do wish. Uh, William Byron Ooh, gets his first ever win. That Talladega. would make sense. Of course, people win their first race at Talladega a lot. He's won a stage there. Stage too. there. I, literally, I watched that race a couple days ago. Really good race. Brendan gone flip. Easy flip is what he said afterwards. Um, so. All good. Nothing hurt. Easy flip. Damn. Um, that was yeah. the close. That's good. Really good stuff. Um, I actually, I could, I could, for, I could, I have my second place. Okay, keep going. Actually, you know what? Okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put this together in my head here. I'm gonna put this together in my head. Okay, so second is Blaney. Blaney's gonna push William Byron to the win. I'm gonna hey, be sad, cause, cause, but cause, it's okay. Yeah, William Byron takes his role. He's uh, Chase is third. Chase is third, pushed by Kevin Harvick, who's fourth, and then. We'll put Ty Dillon in fifth. Hey, that's a real Ty Dillon position right there. Ty Dillon loves coming fifth in play tracks. Exactly. It's one of his favorite things to do. Um, so, my top five is insane. Um, so, fifth, Alex Bowman. Um, we saw Bowman. That seems, seems normal yeah. so far. Bowman came second last year at um, Talladega in the first race at Talladega. Or, yeah, first race at Talladega. Um, Ryan Newman, fourth. Ryan Newman. Oh. Always seems to be up there um, late in plate track races. Um, Almost beat out Blaney at yep. Vega. What was that, a year or two ago? That was, that was, that was he didn't know. So I still maintain to this day, if he didn't try to block Blaney at the 500, he wouldn't win the race. They tried to do a little And he would have not suffered yeah. brain damage. Um, next, uh, Cole Custer, third. Uh, and here's why. Uh, you know how, you know oh, how wow. Talladega has this thing where everybody wrecks? Yeah. I'm betting on Cole Custer is not going to I'm betting wreck. on that, and Cole Custer's going to get in the top three. And of course, Talladega has this thing where like lots of young drivers get up there in the top five. So expect a lot of things to happen like that. Like last year, Brendan Gaughan's not young, but he's never in the top five. And he led that race for a second. And then you also have Busher in there, and Stenhouse is always great at play track. It's just the guys that aren't really that big to play track driving or to like regular driving are great at play track. So I just have Cole Custer coming third. I think it'd be pretty cool to see that guy. 
Um, second is uh, Brad Kozlowski, who is unbelievable at, at Talladega. Tons of wins. I don't know even how know how he does it. Um, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Senior levels, except for not. Um, and the winner, uh, I have Eric Almarola, another really good player. Oh wow! Um, he's done that. He's done he's that done before, that. yeah. Um, really good like, track driver, two career wins, both at plate tracks, and of course, I think he came fourth last year in that race at Talladega that Newman and Blaney had that side by side finish. So, um, Eric Almarola, I don't even think that's bold. He just he knows how to race plate tracks, um, and I have him winning at Talladega. So, um, before we go, uh, disappointing. Uh, I have before I go my disappointing. Can I give you one Talladega okay, stat yeah. that I learned yesterday? Okay, so I was watching a video by the Iceberg on mm-hmm. YouTube. Very interesting. You guys check them out. And it was like the top ten races of the uh, cars yeah, of tomorrow I era. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to it. It's very good, but there it's just one stat that he brought up. I believe he said that in one of the Talladega races that were on that list, like 26 drivers led a lap. 26. That's like like 67% of the field. That's ridiculous. Isn't that that the same race that Boyer and Jimmy had that real close finish at the end? Yeah, that race had 74, or not 74, whatever. Oh, yeah, 74 lead changes. So. Yeah, that one. That one. Well. That one. So yeah. it had those two stats going for it. And so, who's your disappointing before we go pick? Okay, so like I feel like Paladin is difficult to be disappointing because you could disappointing because you wreck or disappointing in a different direction. Which one do you want me to uh, get? DNF. Who DNFs? Who do you, do you want me to just get one or multiple? Because I can go on about this one. One. Uh. Uh. I just said I was gonna say Chase Elliott as a bold one, but yeah. he already, I already he's gonna DNF as he finishes. Bowman DNF. Bowman DNF, and I got Kevin Harvick DNFing. So thank you all. Can I can I say Kozlowski DNFs too? Can I put sure. that up there? Okay, then I'll all say right. another one. I'll Not say another one. Um, uh, Denny Hamlin DNFs as well. Um, let's hope so. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> thank you all uh, for watching this week's Slide Job Podcast. If you did enjoy, check out our Instagram pages, Slide Job Podcast, the Slide Job Podcast. I like to forget about that. CTF Football and Anthony is YNO Sports and in the draft. Thank you all for listening. We will see you guys next week for uh, uh, the Talladega review and I believe Pocono weekend, which I'm not looking forward to. I'm so excited for the Pokemon. I'm not really looking forward to that. Um, Thank you all for watching. But there's only one reason I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye.